welcome to the inaugural episode of Talk of the Town, a vlog series that delves into the business mindsets of groundbreaking individuals. To kick things off, I have here with me today AJ, who uh, manages an adult sex store in Sydney and is doing some groundbreaking stuff on social media, dispelling the myths and taboos surrounding the sex industry. AJ, welcome and thank you for having us here today. Thanks for having me. Now, Pleasure. That's good. I'm glad to be here. It's pretty exciting stuff that we're going to get into today. Um, to kick things off, can you please tell the viewers a little bit about yourself? All right. So, obviously, my name is AJ. Um, I've been do I've, I work. I manage an adult store in Sydney, as John said. I also have a YouTube channel where I pretty much videos educating people on how to have sex, debunking exactly what John said is the um, the common stereotypes that come with the adult industry. You know, most people have sex, but they don't really have, know how to have good sex. And I thought, you know what? I'm here. I'm young. I'm a bit of a smartass, a little bit of a menace myself. So I thought. I'll make videos to help other people. Essentially, it's what I do. No, it's good. I think I think you're channeling your your personality into into the right things. Um, you're you're really outgoing, energetic. We go we go way back. I've known you years. Yeah, for a while. So it's good to see how things have evolved. Now, in order to set the scene for the rest of the interview, we're, we're going to be touching on more so what you're doing from a business standpoint. But in order to set the scene, as I've just said, it's probably important for people to actually know. Uh, a little bit about your mindset. So essentially, I want to delve into what goes on inside your head. So talk to me about the facets of your mindset, who you are as a person, and and kind of what drives you day to day. Because I think that'll direct the the rest of uh, I guess the conversation around your business. Uh, ever since I was younger, I always wanted to. I like doing odd things. So before this, I ran a nightclub, which I'm sure we'll get into later. Um, and before that, I've had a couple odd jobs. I got into this through family business, but my, my mindset is I like making, I like doing things where everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? That's that's weird. Yeah. Like, I think I posted something, you like, you commented on that, that way. It's like, everyone thinks you're crazy until, you know, it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm drawn to things creativity, uh, creative wise that, like, most people be like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's tapped. Really, he's a spinner. Spinner. We, 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 we've been laughing about that. He's, a, he's yeah. a spinner. And to be honest with you, there's a method to the madness. Because um, essentially, with the adult industry, I was sort of born into it. It was a family business. And when I was 18, 19, I didn't really want to do it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in an adult store. But then when I came back to it, I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I want to do it to... My view is when I do something, I want to do it to the best of my ability. You know, so... My, 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 my mindset and my thing is, is like, I want to give 100% of my best and I do it with the YouTube and I do it with the shops and then later that will all end up into a business foundation of multiple different businesses. Yeah. All within the sex industry. Right. So you, it's good. You've touched, on, you've touched on where this thing's heading and I think I want to unpack that a little bit more. But before we do that, you know, you've mentioned, I guess you're all about breaking stereotypes. So you being the energetic, outgoing guy, um, who, who's really coming to his own and, and doesn't really care what people think of him, that's obviously formed part of your personality and mindset uh, and it's enabled you to be where you are today. But I want to I touch on the journey. So how did we end up here? How did you and I end up here in, in this room? Yeah, I know, <laughs> literally, how did we end up in this room 
talking about your business, your mindset. So, you know, you mentioned you ran nightclubs, you've done a few different things with business and you've obviously, uh, you know, been born into a family that does this type of stuff. So, so butt plugs for a living. Yeah, well, there you go, you, you went there. Um, so <laughs> give me a bit of a rundown of your journey, maybe some of the learnings along the way and yeah, how did we get here? I wanted to get into marketing, but I'm like, I need a part-time job. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not. I don't really like working for other people. That's all part of the mindset. I just I don't like being told what yeah, to do. Man, I'm, I'm with you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I, just, I don't like being told what to do. So even though I work for my parents and they tell me what to do, it's kind of like a different sort of... It's different. You've got a bit of ownership, I think, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, like you know, the, the, the way my parents have raised me, they've, they've pushed me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But they'll push me to make my own mistakes. And yeah. I, I need that. Yeah. So I worked for my parents for two years. And then, you know, like a typical 20-year-old, you're like, Oh, you know, I don't want to work in an adult store for the rest of my life. I don't want to work in an adult store because at that time, there was still a sort of stigma, but there, there wasn't a stigma, but my understanding that there was, was sort of like, oh, there is a stigma. I think it's just what happens when you grow up, right? You, you think of these things as, you know, the parents don't want to talk to you about sex. It's always a hard topic to, mm. to discuss, so you've probably carried that into it. And oh, you're I've always been, I'm very lucky I've been in an open household. Well, yeah, not okay. like so oh, that's open. Good. That's good. Not so open. Like, there's better. Yeah. Like, Mum says to me something like, I'm your mother. <laughs> you know, well, uh, what you do with chains and whips and shit, like that. No, oh, I'm joking. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What you do with that, like, that's that's you. Just yeah. wear a condom. Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's hey. the conversation. Wise but, words. <laughs> wear a condom. You're very important. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> essentially, that turning 20, uh, turning 20 and just before I went to Europe, I'm like, well, I'm going to Europe for six weeks. I want to, and this is all part of the mindset too. I'm going to Europe for six weeks. I want to go corporate. Yeah. I want to get into a corporate job. I yeah. want to, you know, rise with the ranks. At the time I dropped out of uni. I was at, I was at, um, I was at, where was I? Macquarie. Right. For a Bachelor of Marketing, uh, Commerce major in Marketing. And then I'm like, well, to be honest, you don't really. My my belief is you don't really need a degree, yep. unless unless you're a nurse or a lawyer or someone who actually needs the qualifications. Business, most you don't of, need most it. of most of these main businesses that we know to, of today, not one of them, not one of the founders have had a degree. Exactly. What the fuck do I need a degree for? Exactly. They ended up, funny enough, they ended up firing me six months after because I just wasn't. I don't know. That, it just wasn't my thing. So uh, it was a blessing. Clearly, you, you had something. You had something burning inside that you just you kind of knew yeah. that you didn't really belong, right? And I didn't, I didn't. You, let, let's not think about it as they fired you. You probably just no, they fired me. You, yeah, but you know, in reality, that happens. But you know, it's a product of you being disengaged or focusing on something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it I think, happens. I think to be honest, with you, uh, my spiritual side as well is like everything happens to you for a reason yeah what you think is a setback is actually is a setup to where you're supposed to be and funnily enough i had a i had a friend of mine at that time he he got offered to promote a nightclub right now again promoting there's a stigma with it right so i'm like and me being a good friend i was like to him so he's like oh look i want it i got offered to do this but i don't want to do it by myself because like what if i fail yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, we'll go, we'll go, let's do it together. And, you know, if we both fail, we fail together. How old are you at this point? I was, I just turned 21 because I just started okay. drinking. Right. And then, so, 
Interesting. Stop drinking. Stop moving into the nightclub scene. That, that would have been uh, an interesting thing for you. It was crazy. So the reason I stopped drinking, I was going for a really like crazy family, um, traumatic family issue. Yeah. And my view, the reason why I stopped drinking was because I was like, I didn't want to. I was young at the time. I was partying a lot, and I, I didn't want to have. I, I didn't want to use a substance or substances, drugs, alcohol to sort of deal with what I was going through emotionally. Yeah. So I made myself a promise that I'll stop drinking for, for the whole year of my 20, being 21, right. which I actually did. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's good. Except the New Year's Eve after. Anyway, we won't get into that. <laughs> we won't get into that. But, so then that opportunity came. I said, look, fuck it. Let's see if you can get another person in. We'll do it together. Right. Um, and then I remember actually the first night starting at Compass. Yeah. Quiet. There was like 90, 90 people in the nightclub. In fact, in fact, they were, were going to, sh- over the first two months of me starting, they were planning on sh- stopping the event altogether. The, yeah. the venue didn't want it, like it was just thing. The first night I said, oh, what's the highest number someone's got to need? There are 16 people. I got 32 people that night. And oh, then there you go. That's not bad. A week and a half, two weeks later, the, the guy who actually owns the event, Key, said, well, do you want to be the event manager? Yeah. So I went from a promoter to an event manager. So I ended up, going to work for him and then we had he had other people working for him on stuff like that yeah. and then as compass grew because compass went from a 90 90 person the 90 people going to the event and i built it up to wasn't there like over a th- what was the capacity mate you're at capacity right we're at capacity every weekend yeah the, there was lines out the door there were, i, I there used was, to remember if there was darling harbour there would be a line probably 100 meters down the yeah, road yeah um and i would sell out like but I would hustle. Like yeah. for, I would work. No, you 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 were right on top of that. You fully immersed yourself into it. I, I wouldn't uh, sleep. Memory. I would even look. In my view, I would stop everything I was doing just to sell a table. Yeah. You know, I could be midway through an argument. Sales, man. It's it's not it's not a it's a, it's not a nightclub manager role. It's a sales role, essentially, right? No. I, also, I wore every hat. So I was yeah. HR. Mar- yeah. So the marketing is where the most important that where my passion was at with right. Compass. Yeah. Because my view was, is the best way to run a nightclub is the easy way. All you got to do is just get the hot girls. <laughs> so I built Compass's marketing around what all the young girls where we grew up like: yeah, Kardashians, supermodels, um, fancy locations, fancy events. Yeah. That's why the takeovers and stuff were so popular. The Greek takeover, the Lebanese takeover. They were actually, yeah. I used those as leverage. Well, yeah, you're basically using, I guess, popular themes, like pop culture themes that everyone was kind of going after a bit crazy over and you just, you, you leverage those, which is awesome. And because really, you can work hard or you can work smart. See, I did both. Fast forward, Compass was Compass, and then my old lady, um, my old lady said, look, you know, it'd be nice if you came back into the business you know, if there were some things going on in the background, blah, blah, I said, well, you know, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Come back into the shop. But, but it's good because you're, you're, you've obviously matured, you've evolved, your thinking is different, and you're probably coming back in with, yeah, a much more refreshed oh. mindset of, of what you could potentially achieve, right? So, my mindset, my, like, my mindset, my mindset completely changed because I went from thinking that, oh, you know, I just serve, you know, people that like are into sex to I understand how pivotal sex played on everyone's aspect of their lives yeah um, you know and even with my customers you learn that because I've calculated I've served over about 50,000 people 
in the in, in this store in the time that I was here. Yeah, right. And so many times where I've actually said to people, I'm not going to sell you anything because sometimes a sex toy is not going to fix your broken relationship. Yeah. You need to go home and you need to communicate with your partner. Then when you're ready, come back. And most people will be like, why the why would you do that? Right. Why wouldn't you make money? Yeah. From a spiritual point of view, you don't want like it's not all about money. No. It's not. Look, everyone wants to live. I like fast cars. Yeah. I want to go to Dubai. I want to party with supermodels. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to do it with a bit of a zoom in on that. Yeah, one. yeah, that look. Yeah. <laughs> but but there's less like it's at the end of the day. I'm gonna to go to a grave, and I can't take my supermodels with me. No. They'll be in the lawyer's office for the will. So for me, it's not it's not it's more about how how many people I can help. Yeah. If they buy a sex toy, fantastic. That goes to the Dubai fund. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think that's essentially where this thing kind of, kind of came from, right? Like because you're not really making money, for, like you're it's, you're just you're creating content with a greater purpose. So you know this is, it's different, right? There's two reasons I created this. Yeah. And this is where people, this is where people freak might freak out a little bit. The first reason is because I I was like I went through a stage of midway this year. I'm like fuck, I want to be a life coach. I, yeah. like I, I give so much people life advice and they come back and every time they tell me, yeah, that worked, that worked, that worked. I'm like, I want to be a life coach. Right. But then I'm like, I don't want to fucking listen to people tell me how to live my life. Yeah. If Because I feel like a lot of life coaches haven't, don't have life. Yeah. They're just a coach. No well, yeah, because they go get the accreditation, but then, you know, it's not really grounded in common sense or reality. You know what I mean? A piece of paper will never give you death. Yeah. People, people need to understand death. Now, if I'm giving all this advice one-on-one, -on -one, I can help other people. But also where this stems from as well, the second part is from the business aspect. Yeah. Because in my business, it's very hard to do marketing. Paid ads, we get flagged. Yeah, Facebook and, and Instagram would restrict you. Facebook and Instagram restrict me. YouTube, yeah. I can't make any money off. Yeah. Because again, I can post. Adult, adult sex. Adult content. Stuff. Yeah, right. Pornhub, different story. I'm gonna get yeah, on there right. one day, but yeah. we won't get into that. <laughs> Might have only fans coming too. We'll, we'll keep that between us. <laughs> But what I did was I thought, you know what? I'll leverage my personality, which ultimately came from the Truth Be Told podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I'll leverage my personality and my understanding for this business and this industry and also people. Because I don't just talk about sex stuff on there. I talk about relationships, self-love. Well, you talk about communication, right? Which is, which is just a standard pillar of a relationship. But you know most I mean? people don't know how to communicate. No. And, that, and that's the insane thing. And so I put, I put all these aspects while helping my, the business end grow, yeah. I'll help other people grow.